0: Last time, unlawful, stupid.
1: Ultimate final technique, <laughs> Copper copy, new.
0: <laughs> I had forgotten about that.
2: I had actually one waking moment. I had forgotten, but now I'm happy that I remember again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we went. I remember the chibi version being way more um, acceptable to me. We'll get there. That's what I remember now.
1: Oh, uh, so we went down into the belly of the beast again. This time with reinforcements um the the evil um witch uh, with the scythe turned our dear friend Ike into a monstrosity and also um axel yep axel was there um, yeah. and axel he um he had to fight us with us and bad stuff happened it was a bad fight
2: yeah
3: it was um it yeah, was so interesting
2: if uh quickly forgot but i are you sure Laria was being sucked into this door this portal. And so that's kind of where we froze at as well. Um Oh, so I yeah. don't
0: don't you worry, baby bird. I'll yeah. I'll repaint that <laughs> yeah. picture. Don't you worry. I'll get you I'll get you back. Uh we learned that the boys are super scary in traditional D&D combat and I need to make stronger NPCs. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, I think we just well, we just found our flow with each other. That's all it was. It was good.
0: That's true. We also found uh, that Kristoff used the golden iris.
3: Yeah, I
1: used
0: the channel to the make toilet. this like, yeah, this like sweet copper ring shackle tomb move, oh, yeah, it's which, which was awesome.
3: appropriate name. Yes. The copper company!
2: Give it say like an every time. Yes.
1: Yeah, I
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna isolate that out and just. Dup, just have that as a soundbite like all the time
1: every time you say it yeah and then he used his. yeah exactly press his button.
0: <laughs> that's right it'll be just like the transitioning music I just edit over myself it's great if you guys are ready we're gonna get right back into it I'm ready where we left off and where we resume is Axel is Laying on the ground, not in great shape. Ike had just stepped off the bridge to fall into the abyss. Findl is waking from the slumber he dealt with from the scary, scary elf. Rowan is standing in the portal's archway? And Atlas, who is standing near the portal, he can actually, when he's turned around looking, he can see Ilaria being pulled into the portal. Like, almost like just bits and pieces of her are being pulled and smudged away into this door. And Kristoff, our most powerful boy, is currently knocked out. What would you boys like to do? Oh,
3: I gotta rush up and get that key out of his pocket.
0: Okay. Yeah, you 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 reach out, you run over to Atlas, or uh, to Kristoff, and you search him for said key. I don't remember where you put it. Wasn't next it in like in phone. the next to my yeah vest pocket? Yeah. I
3: think that there's not a whole lot of options now. No.
0: That's true. <laughs>
3: This is like a quick pat <gasps> No, I think it'll be
0: done yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah You find the key It's, I mean, pretty obvious And, and you pull it
3: free Close that door Attempts to close the door?
0: Sure, I mean, the, I mean, these are big doors, right? So it's it's really man. for you It's gonna be one at a time Yeah Right? So yeah, you, you grab the key You run to a door You start pushing the door shut
2: Yeah, I'm also I'm gonna take the sword a Laria, and I'm gonna throw it Away from me Not so far that it would Fall into a crevice But throw it away
0: Sure You just You just take the sword And you chuck it forward Towards the bridge Right? Like Yes It's not a trap yeah. I'm just making sure I understand Like And that then I'll also Help close okay. the door Okay Perfect So You pull your sword Free And as you do You see a Laria Kind of stretch Really thin And you throw it. And Alaria becomes like this line of light as you throw this sword. And you watch as you're not really sure what you just did was a great idea. For this brief moment as you watch it just expand and expand and expand and get real thin until she's just pulled away from the portal, bound by the curse of the blade. Like
1: the return function on a Pokeball?
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
2: She's a ghost type.
0: And then you run and get to the other door and you begin to shut it. And so Rowan and Atlas push these two doors shut and Rowan you're like pushing yours shut and you, you started before Atlas But yet Atlas finishes first As usual And so he has to He, he has to come and, and help you Finish the door Finish shutting the door yeah. So you guys shut the door
3: Alright I'll fucking lock it
0: Alright so you put the This strange Key into the lock And turn it Right. right Okay cool You do that you take the key out you want to leave it in
3: oh I take the key back out
0: okay so you, you take the key out and as you're doing that Findle kind of looks at you guys and he shakes his head and, and he says okay that was not great um, alright oh you locked the door great now, let's destroy it.
2: I'll run back over. Good, and grab we can Alaria do that. At this point, go pick her back up. Kay. All right, you go pick up Alaria. Can I
3: healing word, Kristoff. with that is that okay, or is this not like a physical wound?
0: I mean, you can do whatever you want, man.
3: Healing word, Kristoff. Try and wake my boy up. All
0: right, go ahead. Cast healing word on Kristoff. Cast healing word on Kristoff. <laughs> Yeah.
3: You, roll some this HP, you also or? roll for healing.
0: Yeah, you want to give him some HP or? I was
3: mostly just seeing if they would wake him up.
0: Well, I mean, let's roll that dice. It'd be that die. Oh. oh. You begin to stir, Kristoff, but you have a massive hangover esque headache. Sure. I, I don't know. He, our boy hasn't drank in a while.
2: I am. I am... I don't remember who I am. Oh no! Oh wait, i have just off oh, to. No.
3: There he is. Are good? Eh. Uh,
1: uh, I am in a lot of pain.
3: You're alive though. That's true. Against my better judgment. It's all that matters. Findle, door. what do we do?
0: It's quite easy. We destroy it. But... I'm going to need two of you to act as uh, magical pivots, so to speak. And he points uh, 45 degrees to his right and whatever the opposite of 45 degrees to his left would be, kind of like diagonal in front of him to make like a, a cone shape essentially. And he says, I need one of you here and one of you here.
3: Oh, I've done this before, on it, boss. first, who's. Who else. Who's doing this?
2: Oh, uh, well, not me. Uh, I'm nobody's pivot.
1: I, I will. I will do it.
2: Okay, and hold my loot and my gun, just in case. Said every redneck ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Oh my
2: gun my, my loot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's D&D yeah. redneck. Alright. That's right. So you guys take position in this cone <clears throat> and you you hear Fendel say this should be <clears throat> th- this should be quick and he puts his hands together and you watch these tendrils of the arcane torrent swirl around his arms and slowly they form to his hands which are two palms flat together almost as if he were to be praying. And when the energy forms between his two palms, he raises his arms up and points each palm to each boy and like a blast of arcane torrent hits you guys and it feels amazing. It's like pure unfiltered arcane torrent flowing through you and All at once, Findle, like, slams his open palm against the ground, and that pure feeling of bliss is ripped away, and you feel cold, as, like, your magical essence is just suddenly tapped. And then you see these lines stretch out from you, and... Findle, and they roll up to the door and you watch as these cracks form in the door and they begin to splinter and crack and Findle roars out, Time to give it everything you've got, Atlas, we're going to need you to hit that door.
2: Oh, I can do that. So I'm just going to grab, a, just get a running start with Alaria and just uh, cross slash mm-hmm. as I get to the door.
0: Yeah, do me a favor. Roll me an attack.
2: Twenty-two.
0: That's a good attack. Do damage as well.
2: Uh, that's a nine
0: for nine to level twelve. Thirteen damage. Oof! So you run over with Alaria and leap high into the air, and when you bring that cross slash down. At first when your sword connects it feels like stone and metal and as you're bringing your brunt, your brute force through your swing you feel it kind of turn into this like jelloy, y soft substance and you're able to open up a huge like slash and at that moment the door just like explodes And you're all like blasted backwards, 10, 15 feet. And when you open your eyes, there's no door. There's a solid wall, a solid stone wall. And the only thing you have left of the door is the key. And you can see some like rubble where it once was. And you hear Findle say, That, that went, that went better than I thought it was going to go.
2: What did you think was going to
0: happen? Well, I knew it was going to explode, but I was kind of worried it was going to be bigger and more dangerous. Uh, But, hey.
3: Not, not for us, not for this, boys.
0: Yeah, something tells me that's not the last we're going to see of them. And he turns around and kind of looks back at this fray that's still going on behind you guys. And you hear Fyndle go, oh yes, this is still happening. Guess we should take care of these boys. Uh, Yes, and he looks down And you see that gauntlet that He was wearing That dragon that wrapped around his arm The tail that Originally was up on his shoulder Is now on his lower forearm It's like retracted in Closer to the gauntlet I don't have a whole lot of time (sighs) of lucidity left, which is what I'm struggling against.
2: Is there anything we can do to help? We've got to go eat, you know, kill the rest of these things, but... That would be better.
0: It took a lot of energy to crack the door.
2: Alright, we're on it, boys. can shake you in. I'm as straight. I'm fine.
3: Take my gun and my loot, and let's fucking get it. Yeah, I'm ready to go.
2: Yeah, my Laurie is ready to go.
0: And you three boys, charge into the fray.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, before you do this, point of order: the hammer of Jaredin.
3: Yeah. Who I has have that?
0: Okay. Alright, um... So you guys rush into combat. And Fendel stays behind to patch up Axel. Oh yeah.
3: Oops.
0: Yep. (laughs) So we're gonna do some, uh... Some of the, like, cinematic combat to breeze through this. We're not gonna do a giant... Another, yeah thanks for listening to the last episode it was all combat now back now to another round combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah so when you guys cross this bridge you see two types of tor ahead of you the tor that fought their way in with you and then the tor that has been mutated by this uh, corrosive spell and well, like as you're reaching or getting closer it almost looks like it's been an even fight and, until you get much closer and you realize that some of the people, some of the tour that were like killed have been reanimated kind of so when they would strike one they would bring one here and there back up and so, you're looking at the tour outnumbered almost two to one as you approach this battle. How do you want to start, boys?
1: We, we have to fight our way out. This is not the place to be. So, are not trying to help. We're just trying to leave. I mean, we get as many survivors as we can, but then we gotta go. All right. All right. Tor, hear me! Make a hole! Fight back to the city of Oxbain!
0: And the battle itself is going on pretty... It's, it's a loud fight, but one of them... One of them looks back, and he sees the three adventurers that they escorted in, and he sees uh, Fendel kind of... Like shoulder and axle, helping him limp along and you hear him roar out make a hole they're coming through and this wave of inspiration rolls over these tor who were almost beaten back into this corner as they see that when their friends would go down they would come back up to fight them this ferocity rolls over them and they just push this line backwards and you guys are given a good open pathway to move through they're, i mean it's still somewhat dangerous because you're running through a middle you're running through a battlefield but they like this clustered war zone has now been carved open to give you guys a path to run through
1: Taking it by, yeah. I want you
2: to come with me, but if not, by then.
0: So everybody goes through the path.
2: Mm-hmm. I want to go back and help Findle carry Axel through
0: because he's weak. So awesome, go help. So you, yep. So you, you run back and you get Axel. And for you, it's it's nothing to kind of like pick Axel up and just kind of force him along. So he's more hopping along to keep up with you as you're more carrying him than he is actually walking. And that allows Findle to run and stay behind you. And when Findle breaks through the, the pathway that has been opened for you guys, he turns around and raises up his right fist and you you see like these three pulses go over his body and from his right arm just a large amount of arcane bolts start pouring out of his arm almost gatling gun style just one after the other one after the other and you start seeing these things take hits and for the ones that aren't completely vaporized or a giant hole put through them. They're knocked back, and and these these two to one numbers are suddenly closer to even. And you hear Findle shout, "Time to run, boys!" And he turns around and he sprints with you guys. And following him is a fraction of the tour people that managed to break away from the fight. And and one of the things you guys notice as you look back is, you know, Piper. Is up on his shoulder again. And so you guys book it out of the tunnel, right? Unless there's something else you guys want to do? <laughs> okay, cool. Roll up there.
1: No, no. I
0: think that's fine. What is everybody's passive perceptions?
1: Not, not worth mentioning.
0: <laughs> I thought I knew them. I knew them, but
2: it's like a twelve. Oh, thirteen. It's fourteen.
0: Okay, cool. Ooh, higher than I thought. Scary. I'm glad I asked. Um, yeah, you guys run through this uh, this big open section where the battle was kind of going on, and then make it into the tunnels, and uh, go up through the tunnels and out the uh, the entrance uh, into. Be
1: mindful to not trip over any copper wire traps. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, so when you go up these stairs, you notice those traps are gone.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, So you go up through the, the staircase and you're out and you hear the sound of battle. Though the raging battle that was going on when you went in that almost filled your ears, it's more muffled at this point. And you guys run up on the portal team that you guys left here.
3: Does this work both
1: ways?
0: And uh one of the arcanas or excuse me, one of the architects that's helping stabilize the portal looks at you and she says, "Of course.
3: Fantastic. I'll run through it." All right, Fantastic. you go through. Ditto.
2: Okay. Uh Alice? Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you three run straight through the portal, and on the other side, you land almost near a tree line of no man's land between Oxbane and that tree line. And you also land in the center of uh, the architects that were holding this side of the portal down. And you can see there's a few Tor remaining to protect them mostly the fight has been pushed back into Oxbane that there's not much fighting outside of Oxbane left you guys see a lot of bodies from both sides
1: um where's frost
0: and frost walks over to you and says where's Findle
1: he was right behind us
0: And almost comedically as you say that, you hear a large explosion come from Oxbane and Findle leaping through the portal. And when he leaps to the portal, you hear him say, FRIENDLY FIRE! (laughs) And (laughs) and he's like smacking fire off of his robes. (laughs) That was not ideal. Oh, frost. Get a good rest out here. Did you? And you see, Frost. Go, ah, I was afraid of this.
1: Guess he seems to have used up all of his uh, sanity points.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure he had them to begin with. Uh,
1: but we did it. We did it, Frost. We closed the door. We locked it, and then we made it go bye bye forever.
0: Ah, that's excellent. That. That's wonderful news You guys did it I'm more than a little surprised To be honest But you did it And you destroyed the key right
2: Yeah I was in the door It is super destroyed It's gone
0: Okay Alright well good With the door gone and the key gone We don't have anything to worry about um, do me a, do me a favor and roll a deception check, please. Whoever wants to be the spokesperson for the key. Gotcha. Who's holding the key, actually?
3: Rowan oh, Yeah. I, oh, Rowan Okay.
0: Ahead. I I can't remember. That is I'm a just, twenty-six. Oh shit! I don't think he's gonna be close. It is an insight check. Uh.
1: I'm I'm confused. I thought we did destroy the key.
0: No. Oh. No, you just destroyed the gate.
3: So why are we tell ta- why are we not lying? Oh, yeah, I thought we did, I also.
2: Thought we did also. Oh I, I thought it was destroyed and I thought you were playing us, and so I was making sure that we knew that the key was also mm-hmm. destroyed while I was in the door. No <laughs> a-
1: apology a thousand yeah. pardons. No we didn't, it's
2: right.
1: Here. Yeah yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not trying to lie to Frost about yeah. this. This is important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Frost says weird thing to be confused on. And he like reaches out to take it from you, and Uh, 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 like as he's doing that, hold on, hold on. As he's doing that, you see his hands starting to like glow with arcane energy. Now you can do whatever you wanted to do.
1: I'm just gonna pull that back.
0: And he says, "Yeah, I'm going to destroy it. You, you don't, you don't want it around."
3: I
2: mean, the game's got some bad juju to it. Atlas, uh, it has brought us nothing but grief and pain. And honestly, I I do not want it around. But you know, I, I'm not familiar with with m- the magics and arcanes, and so.
1: Fendol,
0: <laughs> just tell Frost to chill out. He's d- he's always worrying about this. I. Yeah, you could use the key to open another door. Yes, sure. It's right
1: Frost. Thank you very much.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Just everyone's worrying over nothing. And Frost, like, puts his hand on it. And you watch these, like, crackling bolts of arcane energy, like, leap out from his hand. And then Frost, like, Frost as in the element of ice, rolls over the key. And then he, like, crushes it in his hand. And you watch as pieces of it just fall to the ground and burn up in this blue flame. And you hear Fendel like, very mm-hmm, words. And Frost says, "I'd rather be safe than sorry, Fendel." Anyways, did everyone make it out? How how bad is it? It's
1: not good. You need to send the retreat.
0: But I thought we were winning
1: I mean I guess we could continue to press the advantage but uh, no more reinforcements are coming we could do this a little bit more strategic and minimize loss of life I would think but if if, if it's going good I can't I've been inside a hole in the earth I don't know if it's going great out there
0: he looks around and again most of the troops are Like, pushing into the city. And you see this, like, moment of panic go across his face. And he says... Wait, hold on. Where's Ike? Didn't he go with you? He didn't make it. Uh... Ike didn't make it.
1: No, I'll explain later.
0: (sighs) Alright, what was your suggestion?
1: I I think we should retreat and then we can do this a little bit more strategically. We don't don't have to worry about reinforcements anymore. We've closed the door. The bleeding has been stopped for now. We can address the stragglers as we find appropriate.
0: Hmm. I'll take your word for it. You haven't been wrong so far. Wendy, Avia, get the message out. And you see the two of them put like... Like their left and right hand together because Wendy's on the right Avia's on the left and they put their closest hands together and you see like this torrent of energy roll from Avia into Wendy and you see her close her eyes and a brief second passes and Wendy says alright the captains know they're pulling everyone back they say that we're winning but it's, it's not good. They're making a full retreat now. And Frost says, ah, Great. That's, that's good. Alright. We're going to need the architects to keep that portal open for as long as the other team, the other side, says we need it to be. Can you guys accomplish that? And Avia, who is, like, panting at this point, says... I can... uh, Yes. And she steps back into the the center of these architects. Who were, like, managing this portal while she had stepped out to help Wendy. And you notice, like, the portal's, like, wavering and blinking. Until she steps back into the center. And this large portal, like, solidifies. And Wendy, uh, like, sees you, Kristoff. And, like, runs over. And just embraces you like like a like a friend who hasn't seen someone in a long long time just runs up like no care to anything else and just hugs you
1: good to see you too
2: windy i i am alive still hey this is atlas from lawful stupid today's community spotlight is on atlas of mine ironically named after the character i play in lawful stupid in the past few months i found myself enamored by map making and Begin following lots of people who share that same interest on Instagram. Well, one of those people is Atlas of Mind. They're a maker of bespoke, hand-painted real-world maps of all kinds. They even dip into modern and historical maps. I simply love the creativity that goes into all of the work that this artist does. And they're also taking commissions if maps are your thing. I've seen her put up tube maps, street maps, and world maps. And they're all worth going to check out. So you'll see this one on IG and Atlas of Mind. The spelling will be in the show notes.
1: Hey everybody, it's me, your boy Shane Saul, here on behalf of Lawful Stupid to let you know that we've recently partnered with Audible. Um, you've probably heard of Audible. They have content that includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Um, they're a really great service. I've used them for a really, really long time. I actually have a pretty massive Audible library, um, and they're really great. I listen to it all the time because, you know, uh, long commutes, you know, uh, while I'm doing data entry at work, Um, it's just a really great way to fill the time. And since you listen to our podcast, you probably have some similar time on your hands as well. Um, And we only fill an hour of that time each week, so you should fill the rest of it with Audible and get some of the best audiobooks for your listening pleasure. Uh, I'm actually going to help you out with that in two ways. First way, I'm going to get you a free month. I'm going to get you a free month of Audible, free 30-day trial, and I'm going to get you uh, a free credit for one audiobook. So that's that's on Lawful Stupid. That's for you. Um, Additionally, I'm going to help you choose how to use that credit by giving you um, a recommendation each time we talk about Audible for... Your listening pleasure. And it's going to be stuff that inspires me, that inspires my characters, that inspires my worlds, that really inspires everything that is nerdy and, and lawful stupid in me. Uh, this week uh, is going to be. Name of the Wind. Now, we've talked about Name of the Wind before. We've referenced it several times. I think it's one of the greatest fantasy novels ever written. It's by Patrick Rothfuss, who, in my humble opinion, has the best word word selection uh, in his writing since William Shakespeare. It's just really, really a joy to read because it's so well written. And the story's fantastic. It probably has the most interesting take on any sort of magic that I've ever read in a fantasy book. We actually love it so much at Lawful Stupid that we're doing... A one shot well maybe it was a couple shots but we're doing uh we're doing a sideshow as a patreon reward that is a fake core system name of the wind style so we really really love it you should go to audible you should go to a website which the website you should go to is www.audibletrial.com slash lawful stupid so you can get that that free month and that free credit um for an audio book of your choice it doesn't have to be name of the wind but it should be um Go there, get the book, listen to it. Let me know what you think, because it's really, really good.
0: Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. I can't believe it. <laughs> you're such an idiot, but you're alive.
1: Uh, um, yes, that is correct.
0: <sighs> Man, you, you definitely need more lessons. That was so foolish.
1: Oh, did you see the thing?
0: No, I I didn't. But I can't believe you went in there.
1: Oh, it got worse. I it, did much dumber things once I was there.
0: Uh, uh oh no, that's concerning. And Fendel leans over like your shoulder, like your shoulder, and goes, it was great. It was golden even. He's so good at his job.
1: I kept my eyes
0: on the prize, mm. and she looks at the two of you, and she says, "Oh, you didn't get like him, did you?" Ah, uh, no,
1: I'm not quite, not yet. That's fine.
0: And you hear Fendel say, yeah, "Oh no, he's he's acting nothing like Atlas. It's, he's fine." Yeah, Fendel. Yeah. Okay. Axel's... What what happened?
1: Oh, he's just bad. Just bad at what he does, frankly. Yeah.
0: And you hear Axel say, I, I needed my hammer. You had your hammer. Hey.
1: You
0: did a bad job. No. Why do you have my hammer?
1: It chose me as its rifle master.
0: I, that's... <laughs> that seems wrong, little one.
3: Axel, it's fine. If you're nothing without the hammer, you're nothing with the hammer.
1: Mm, wise words. I think you need to search for yourself for a while, learn your own true inner strength, and then when the time comes, the hammer will be here with my large friend,
2: Atlas. I'll take it with one hand. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's still so heavy. Yeah, go ahead, roll for it. Roll a strength check. Uh,
2: Can I give it an advantage with performance? No. inspiration? No. No. It's a natural 17. Strength is another 6, 23. Yeah. So you bring
0: this hammer over, and Atlas, every fiber of your being is on fire. (laughs) But nobody else would know. It looks like you're just pulling this bad boy in with no issue at all. On the inside, you are mentally screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear Alaria saying, "Just use another hand, Alice."
3: You told me to be strong. You girl. told me to be strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all parts of the podcast will now be played by Alex Corey, and <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. I love it. And uh, Axel, like, stands more confidently and says, "I appreciate what you've done, Atlas and Kristoff and Rowan, but that's my hammer. I'll be having it back.
2: I'll fight you for it. I'm sorry, dear friend, but uh, that's we have someone who's looking for this. Not tell just this." Talk. It's not in the right hands with you. We've been in. We've had um, an artifact for a long time. We seem to have a good grasp on, on these things, and uh, we have to. We have to take this one too. I'm sorry. That's not really how this works.
0: That's my hammer. It's mine. You don't. You I. And you see him like steaming up, and he says. I wouldn't take that sword off your back. How dishonorable to take someone else's weapon! You could try.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. To be fair, we could have just let you die and take it. But that would. And you hear be right. Fendel
0: say, "To be fair, that's kind of what you did." You're
3: one of us, okay, Fendel? You're part of the You're team. You're part of this <laughs> Do, remember the friendship Do you know that picture?
0: Boy, I'm a part of the... Yes, Pull and he up. like pulls like this like piece of paper out, and it's like crumpled up, but he's got it. Who cool. and, uh,
1: yeah,
0: and He like rolls it back up and, and puts it back in his robe, and you can see like it, he's not very careful with it, but he, like it's he's got it on his person. Still cool. And he says, uh, "Yeah, of course." He says. I don't know I feel like it's if someone took your loot when you passed out seems uncool
3: it would be pretty uncool and people
1: have definitely tried but we
3: stopped them yeah well we stopped stopped them them. (laughs) yes
0: and Frost walks over and says (sighs) Listen, I don't mean to get involved in whatever this squabble is. But, Kristoff, you can't be involved in taking someone else's weapon. Especially when they helped you.
2: I think we're using the word help very loosely.
1: I think that he's only alive because I picked up this hammer. But I tell you what... Axel, listen to me speak to you in a persuasive nature. <laughs> when I tell you, you don't want this hammer. This hammer nearly got you killed, and if it weren't for us, you would have died with that hammer clutched in your white knuckle fists, and I would love to explain.
3: Sure, go ahead.
1: 21.
0: And... He looks back at you and he says, maybe you're right. Maybe that hammer is bad news. Maybe that hammer has me going down the wrong path, but it's my path. If the gods will it, it will be done. That is my hammer.
2: I'll uh I'll throw it at his chest like not hard just like enough where if he catches it it would knock him back to show him how strong he's not
0: uh yeah go ahead roll um roll a strength set, uh, strength attack. Oh, ranged attack I think <laughs> yeah ranged attack yeah
2: that's 18, 18
0: yeah yeah oh no it hits him knocks him over for sure he falls backwards and like as he like stumbles to pick it up um I mean, he's wielding that hammer the same way you were, like it looks effortless, it looks like it's light for him, and he puts it back on his back. And he says, I appreciate everything you did back there, despite whatever this was.
3: Do you have a question, where'd you get this?
0: It was given to me by the gods.
1: Yeah, it looks like where were you you when it happened?
0: I was. (laughs) 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 He says. He says. I was in the woods. Calling the bugbear population, as it were. And. I was approached by a god. And the god told me. He told me where the hammer was. Where it was hidden away.
1: Was it in a cave?
0: And he looks at you and he says. Maybe.
1: Was that?
0: No. But there were two empty pedestals next to the hammer.
3: Yeah, we know the place. called it the cave choice. But we called it the cave choice. The That's what I mean, specifically. Yeah, because we. Yeah, we made a choice there.
0: And he looks around and he says, Didn't seem like much of a choice for me.
3: Yeah. Really? Do, do you know which god? Sindor, <laughs> probably, right? Maybe. I don't know. It does sound like a you thing to Tenor and God.
0: And he looks at you guys and says Of course it was Sinlor I mean To be honest it wasn't sin lore Per se But it was One of his And you see his like dwarf brain Start struggling with the word and he looks at Kristoff and says, that's the word I'm looking for.
1: Was it an absolute named Derrida Is Deridan an absolute symbol?
0: And he looks at the hammer, like back over the hammer and looks at you and says, it wasn't Derrida. Deridan is said to be dead. This is, this hammer is supposed to be his tribute to the world. He didn't give me his name, but he looked like Sinlor. He,
2: he, uh, he looks a like man. a Sinlor and walks like a Sinlor and quacks like and a Sinlor. And
0: when you say that, Kristoff, he says, Yes, yes. He was one of the horsemen.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'm
0: done with you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have fun storming the (laughs) castle. (laughs) I mean, anybody else got any
3: questions for fucking Dick Cheese McDick Cheese over here? He's not smart. It's not his fault. No, he's just... Yeah, get out of here. Thank, Thank you, Axel, for answering our questions.
0: And, uh... Frost kind of looks at this, and and you look over, and Bindle's just like reading, like he's just reading a book. He checked out somewhere in the middle of that when Frost started talking.
1: Just
0: like our listenership. <laughs> <laughs> yep, confirmed. And Wendy looks over to boys and says, "So Ike."
3: So Ike, long, long may he rest. Uh,
0: What? What happened?
3: Do you want the truth or do you want the nice thing?
0: And she like, like narrows her eyebrows at you when you say that. And she says, I want the truth, Rowan.
3: The truth is he fought like a fucking monster. And at the end, it was just too much for him to handle on his own.
0: She, like, sees you guys exchanging looks when you say that. And she says, uh, I feel like there's more to this story. Yeah,
1: She did that to Ike. Geet became a monster. He fought against us. Towards the end, once we were able to dispatch the evil elf... with my particular abilities of the Arcade Torrent. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were then able to... Uh, he was able to gain lucidity. However, he was still transformed into a monster. He looked down at what he had become. It was too much of uh, a burden for his soul to bear. So he took a step off the edge of the abyss.
3: Uh, yeah, just what I said, but with more detail.
0: Wow. And Frost kind of looks at you guys and says, "That's really messed up."
1: It was super dark.
0: And as you guys are uh, like having this conversation, you can see um, troops. Pouring out of the Oxbane walls and gates, and like the holes and gashes in the city walls, and Frost says, "We, we should continue this conversation back at the cave.
3: I agree with
0: what's left." And you watch as uh, a few more people go through the portal and the architects around the portal disband. And Avia kind of drops to a knee and she is like, you can see she is sweating so much that her hair is soaking wet.
1: I approach her and I put my hand on her shoulder to lay on hands.
0: And when you do this, this warm feeling of light that you would normally expect to reach forth doesn't come. Can I kind of look at my hand, I shake it back, nothing happens. And you do this, uh, this like almost like mental prayer that you do, not to any specific God, but it's kind of like your mantra that you when you originally learned to do this, you, you, you go through the basics again, and still nothing comes.
1: And I just, I, I kind of reco- recoil, and then um, have her, my, my arm, to help steady her to, uh, her, to, her, to
0: her. And uh, she looks up, and, and you remember her eyes being um, blue, and they're almost gray when you when she looks at you and she takes your hand and kind of steps up and you can tell that she's like uneasy on her feet and she says what took so long um we had to fight the
1: strongest man in
3: the world and also
0: that sounds like one hell of a story
3: it's my story I'll have him tell you it
0: later. And she says, and she like turns back to the the castle walls and she says, I've got to make sure everyone gets out.
1: You've done enough.
0: And you see uh, Frost step forward and say, he's right. You've arguably done more than anyone here at least those of us who didn't have to go face to face with the gate it's okay to rest and she like looks at him really uneasy like she's still not on the frost bandwagon and says okay fine but if the captain and first mate don't make it back, I'm coming for you. And you see Frost suddenly get panicked and go, Ooh, that that's not our responsibility. They could already be dead. And she looks back at him and says, Coming for you.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure that, I mean, they're resourceful.
0: And, uh... You hear Frost kind of uh, Yeah Resourceful Ugh. Christoph why don't you Get her back to the cave Yes
3: Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> And she Goes with you guys willingly um, And so I was, Unless you guys want to do anything else At this battle as, as people are retreating
2: It might, uh, what, while we're walking, it might say, uh, um, <clears throat> <clears throat> so, what, what's gonna happen to Oxbane now? I mean, we, we've we shut the doors, and even if we get the monsters cleared, uh, I don't think it'll ever be the same.
1: Won't it won't ever be the same. It's, it simply can't be. It'll be scarred by this form. forever. But people are resourceful, they're hardy, they're strong. We'll get the monsters out
3: and they'll be rebuild what they can, in time. A, a broken bone heals stronger. They can be better. It's a common misconception. It's actually much more riddling, isn't it? I didn't know you were a
1: medic. I spent <laughs> some time reading and studying with it physically. Well,
3: just ignore that and do what I said. Yeah, but say. it's yeah. copper wire, once banded. <laughs> dead. Three times
2: as strong. <laughs> it's,
1: it's three times as strong. That's great.
2: I say, yeah. Uh, like I want them all dead. Every one of them.
1: Monsters. Yes. Of course. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm on board with that. In the weeks to come, there will be plenty of time.
2: And I will be the one that I will be helping lead that front. Trust me. And
0: with that, Atlas, when you say that, um, you almost, you almost feel this like yank at the back of your neck and you kind of watch as like, you're almost disembodied for a moment and you see your physical form walking forward with your two companions and the world kind of like drains around you, like the color, the trees, the people around you become liquid and just pour out into this drain. And then you're standing in this icy woods, the same woods you have been accustomed to seeing from Elaria's past. And she's leaning against this tree and she's like shaking, like she's terrified. <laughs> what
2: are you here. You're freezing.
0: And she says, I- I'm not cool, Atlas. C- can't you see it? And she like points across from her.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm just like waiting for you to
0: sword. and you look over and there's this like giant wolf like 10 feet tall on all fours wolf and its fur is made of metal blades from top to bottom and where its eyes are there are this deep dark red and there's these tendrils of smoke pouring from where the eyes would be and as it moves its head around and it slowly walks towards you you can see this trail in the air from its eyes and it's chewing on something but what it's chewing on is this dark liquid form almost and it takes one big bite and throws it against a nearby tree and you just you hear like this soft scream in the back of your mind as it does that and it approaches the two of you and it says I've got a job for you okay ah <sighs> You're going to do my bidding,
2: <clears throat> and who much you be?
0: I'm glad you asked, Atlas. And this big metal-covered wolf looks at you and says, "I am Etis, the god." Of vengeance, um, and I could feel you call out to
2: me. I've never heard of you. That's to be expected,
0: but you want revenge, Atlas. I do. And Alaria like puts her hand on your arm and says I I don't like the look of this. I'm gonna pull
2: my arm away from her and say this isn't about you, Alaria. And the wolf like
0: bears these metal teeth and says It's always about something. And this time, it's not about you, little girl. What is it you seek,
2: Atlas? I want to be accepted. I want to know why my my parents left me on the road all those years ago. I want to know why I wasn't good enough in battle why I had to be treated differently, why this color of my skin has represented who I am my entire life, and not by the accolades that I have myself. While my friends think I'm a coward, while I'm not able to save those I love, like y'all, Why for all these years, I've, I've never been able to fill this hole, this void, that's been in my life. And I'm tired of being the weak one. I'm tired of not being able to fight for what I love. And those times are over, and it starts with those demons.
0: And the wolf kind of chuckles when you say those demons. And he says, I can show you the way, Atlas. I can set you down the path to take care of those fiends. What do I do? But I do I ask something of you. It's small. I promise. I need you to lift that curse on that blade of yours. And Delaria says, uh, she like stands up. That's what we're trying to do. But... Uh. And that's all I ask for, girl.
2: But Laria, we. You don't know what's gonna happen once the curse is lifted. I mean, I guess we've never really talked about if you come back or if you're just. you know, gone after that.
0: And she looks at you and says, I know. And that's not fair. I don't. I don't wanna be gone. But I don't want this either, Atlas. I'm of two worlds. And I know you know what that feels like. But I can't... I can't keep... I can't keep doing this to you. And if lifting the curse frees you... Even if I'm gone... At least I know you'll be okay. And Edith says Everything will be fine As things can be
2: That is Not a small ask Laurie, I, I I don't know that I can do that
0: I thought this was what we were working towards. Getting me out of this sword. Lifting the curse.
2: That's exactly what we're working for. But... And Atlas will turn away because he doesn't know what to say. Because he's never been able to ever talk to a woman. Uh. <laughs> and...
0: she, When you do that, she like puts a hand on your, on your back. Because you're much taller than her. And she says... I understand. It's... I don't want to leave you either. But I don't want to be trapped in this sword. You don't know what it's like. And... You don't know what it's doing to you.
2: Uh, I'll give her a puzzled look. And just kind of be silent. Waiting, expecting her to continue on.
0: You're... You're different than when you first picked me up. And I don't know if it's a sword or if it's the things you're doing to get stronger, but I don't know that that's fair, and... This time I care. Alright. And Edith says, I didn't come here for a show, though I'm quite pleased with the show I've been given. What do you say, Atlas? So fulfill that sword and I'll show you the way.
2: So I'll look over my shoulder. Uh is she still sitting or is she standing at this point?
0: No, she's standing. Does she you?
2: look like she's in pain? now? she still like shivering because she's afraid. Or,
0: uh, I mean, no, she's she's stable. She's determined. I mean, if anything, she's angry with you. Like you, got, uh, you know, like that defiant, almost like if you would just listen to me. Look, mm-hmm. that's what's on her face, as, and it's a stern look. And she says, We have to do this. Kenra has to pay. And more than that, I don't want this to be my existence for forever, Atlas. I don't think that's too much to ask.
2: You're right. It's selfish of me to believe that maybe there's uh, any hope for this. It's, it's just... I don't want you to suffer.
0: And she kind of looks to the ground and she says, I'm not saying that there's not hope. I'm just saying we can't give up. We have to keep... We have to break the curse. And if we find another way, great but I don't want to sit in limbo while we're searching.
2: So what I'll do is I'll um, face the wolf. Mm -hmm. I'll say, uh, we accept your conditions. And then at the same time, I'll turn around, walk to her and say, uh, well, if I can't have you in this lifetime, then maybe I can have you in the next. And I'll give her a hug.
0: And Etis, as you two are hugging, says, Excellent. And he kind of comes up behind you. And he takes one of his claws and runs it from the top of your shoulder blade down to the middle of your back. And your back is on fire as he, like, tears this opening in you. But when he does this... Like... It's this understanding... Has dawned on you. This... Taste of vengeance pours over you. And you suddenly... Get the realization... That Kenra is not who you're hunting. You're hunting... This figure that you would have never expected. And you can almost see it. But not all the way. It's a loose form. And it almost... It almost looks like a small creature... But you can, like, feel the weight of its power. And as you see that tunnel vision kind of breaks, and you look up, or you look down at Alaria, who's looking up at you and who's, like, bawling silently, and you find yourself walking in the woods with the boys again. And your back is like like in so much pain. So you like instinctively put your hand back there, but you can't feel it. There's no like
3: wound.
2: Boys, have I got a story for you?
3: Yeah.
0: And that's where we end the episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah?
3: Yeah. 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 All right. Because we're with still on the walk. You back. three. He's been yep, really quiet. Yeah. You for three like boys <laughs> walking.
0: <laughs> uh, you three boys walking through the woods with Avia, and you're heading back to the cave.
3: Yeah, so thank you so That's much. That's the episode boys. Thank you so thank much. much for listening.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. All right, Appreciate you. <laughs> uh, if you uh, missed out on the live show Or the listener party Excuse me The listener party Man did you miss out, miss out It was a good one
3: It was so good
0: It was so funny And we will be doing more and more I have to say that pretty much Any bonus content Like any um, Gust episodes Any like listener episodes those are all going to be listener party episodes going forward um they're so good
3: yeah, if i was and there I I was. yeah I super job. i was there but i was yeah I don't, <laughs> so I don't have to be
0: that's true and that's why you should be on the discord so you can see the updates in real time yeah, go to the episode description and that is
3: so,
1: so that's true <laughs>
3: rough
0: Uh, other than that you check out our Instagram our Twitter we're always posting stuff we're always trying to keep you guys in the loop of the things we're doing Um, there's a lot of cool art that people are like making for us which is really awesome we just posted a win shirt um, which looks super good I want to buy it so bad (laughs)
3: The is broken. (laughs) The contract is...
0: (laughs) Remember, that's one thing that I was telling you about. By every item.
3: You should have read the contract.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, but there's some good art in there. And, uh, you know, we have these really crazy talented artists constantly making cool art uh, around our podcast which is surprising and awesome all at the same time
3: yeah i want we did not i want an entire wall of it i want to decoupage my house
0: yeah i'm gonna just like claim a room in my house just walk into my son's room just start putting up lawful stupid stuff and it's like this is my lawful stupid room now sorry
3: yeah
0: (laughs) you know what he would be into it He's a good kid. I we? want
3: to do the entire like apartment. So then, when I move out, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> good luck, thanks, bro. <laughs> then we'll get a one new fan.
0: <laughs> yeah, one new yeah, fan, or someone that's yep. just like,
3: "Why is this here?" That's how we build our listenership. Is one apartment <laughs> at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one lease at a <laughs> lease at a time.
0: <laughs> yep, it's it's a new uh, it's guerrilla marketing <laughs> at its finest.
3: Oh man, I should start getting places that have like ten bedrooms. We get a frat house. I don't think that helps. Still one other. Yeah, I'll try. So I'm gonna roll for yeah. Just humanity. get a frat house. I'm gonna roll for humanity,
1: but before I do that, I would just like to remind everybody: hey, subscribe. Hey, drop a drop a review, please. Oh, we
0: actually have a review? Question mark. It's from
1: my sister. She says I'm cool.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> she did. It was that's that's, that's fair. Nice. Your sister is very nice. She's sweet. Sabra, love you. I mean, she definitely doesn't listen, but it's very nice that she does. I may go listen on occasion. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Hey, that's $14. $14 goes to Dots RPG Project. Pretty sure. Not sure about release times. If not, it goes to the appropriate charity. But yeah, uh, we'll talk about Dots RPG Project. Hey, Dots RPG Project, is there anybody in your life that maybe um, is disabled in a way? For example, I'm colorblind. For example, Alex is... um,
3: they don't have a term for it yet. They don't have a term We're looking it. into it. But
1: uh, RPG, Dots RPG Project, they come up with these amazing ways to bridge the gap between people that um, maybe have some disabilities and this thing that we all love to do so much so that everybody gets the opportunity to experience this thing and how wonderful it is. And that's just, that, that's a worthy cause. So if you, um, if you feel the need to give in your heart, Dots RPG Project is a great place to start um, around. Mm-hmm. It did, uh, run. That was good. But uh, fourteen dollars is gonna go for that, and also thank you so much. Love you. Ron.
0: Thank you guys for listening, boys. Let's play them out.
3: Bye. 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 Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye.